This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. I'm now thrilled to welcome to the show our final guest, Susan French, Senior Vice President and Head of Product and Client Operations for BBVA Open Platform. Prior to joining, Susan spent 12 years at Visa, where she was the global head of their developer program. Susan, thrilled to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Great. Thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to our chat. We, uh, we, we've had a great uh, hour up until now kind of learning just, uh, you know, about some of the trends in the, in the mobile space, um, about some of kind of the war on cash that's going on and, and shifting consumer trends. So I, I, I'm really thrilled. I feel like your experience really ties it all together in an interesting way. Maybe you can uh, give us a little taste of your background and, and what you're excited about right now. Uh, sure. Uh, as you mentioned, I know I've been at uh, head of product for BBVA Open Platform for almost three years now. Uh, before that, I was at Visa for 12 years and had a variety of roles. The last one was the creation of Visa Developer, which is Visa's program to expose its services via APIs and through a developer experience for uh, clients of all kinds to engage. Prior to that, I was head of research and central technology for Visa and head of enterprise architecture. So I've been I've been working in the financial services slash API space for quite a while now, and I'm just very excited about what we've been able to do uh, at BBVA with Open Platform. Maybe for those not familiar, um, maybe you can take us a little bit through what what BBVA does and and what Open Platform is exactly. Sure, uh, BBVA US is a uh, you know I think 25 or 26 largest bank in the U.S. Uh, and Open Platform is BBVA U.S.'s platform for enabling white-labeled banking and payment services. So uh, we are very unusual in offering white-labeled services in a public API forum for fintechs and digital banks and other clients who want to embed payment and banking services in their application, but want to do it in their own consumer UI, in their own brand, in their own customer journey. So, for example, if you're a digital bank, you've invested significantly in building your branded consumer experience, your engagement model, the services and features that you offer as a digital bank. But you still need to open accounts and you still need to issue cards and you still need to enable payments. So by partnering with BBVA Open Platform, we can enable clients like digital banks, like freelance economy businesses, like marketplaces and other ecosystems to build an engaging customer experience, but then build payments and banking services kind of seamlessly into it uh, under the covers. Mm. And Susan, I'm curious, what themes do you expect will dominate fintech and, and the conversations around this industry over you know this year and in and, and the near term for each future? I think there's a couple. I think we're starting to see in the U.S. the explosion of digital bank players like we've seen in Europe for the last couple of years. Some of them are unique, you know, American uh, digital bank partners, Chime, for example, and others like it. And some of them are European success stories that are finding their way over to the U.S. I think it will be interesting to see 
how that whole digital banking space plays out, what the competitive dif- differentiators turn out to be that, that separate the winners from the losers. I expect to see a substantial growth in contactless payments and in mobile payments because newer generations are, are now very accustomed to engaging on their phone. Buying stuff, yes. engaging with each other, paying for things on their phone, and want it to be as seamless and simple as tapping or pushing <laughs> a button and not having to deal with fishing your card out of your wallet and you know swiping it through the machine and waiting for the paper receipt to come out. That's right. It's um, it's it definitely even in the just the past few years, it's kind of gone from a world where it was like magical to be able to use a credit card in a taxi or something like that to now like feelings of anger if you like if you can't use your mobile phone to pay for something. And oh. so it's uh, I think it's been, you know, certainly a very interesting world. You sit, I think, at a very interesting intersection between kind of finance and technology and how that's that's coming together. Um, what are some of your thoughts on big tech and, and the impact of, of tech on finance? Well, I think it's a very interesting topic. I mean, if you look at you know the the big tech players, all of them have at one time or another talked about adding financial services to their portfolio of capabilities they offer. Uh, to consumers. I mean, all of the big tech players for a long time have had merchant processing and merchant capabilities and the payments associated with that embedded in their platforms. But whether it's, um, you know, uh, Google's rumored uh, entry into checking accounts and, you know, Amazon's on again, off again checking account, I think it will be interesting to see if any of them actually move forward in a big way with consumer-oriented or small business-oriented traditional banking services as a digital bank. Mm. If I were them, I think there would be an interesting you know, war going on internally among their own product folks about where to invest. And is this is building banking services as part of Amazon you know, core to their value proposition or, or not? It's very, I mean, it's really interesting because I even remember uh, on this show two years ago or so um, sitting, you know, we were doing a whole show about Bitcoin and thinking like, is Amazon going to launch their own currency? You know, what 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 player are they are they going to make in this space? And so I think everyone really is waiting with bated breath to see what's going to happen in that industry. Uh, I'm also curious, Susan, about what um, what banks can really do to ensure market longevity in relations with clients? Because as we were discussing with George, the guest right before you, I mean, we now live in a world where 50% of Americans work for themselves that are self-employed. Mm-hmm. We work in in this world where um, like, a lot of people still need cash, but it feels like there's a war on cash. And so um, how do banks ensure that they're here for the long term? Well, I think one of the reasons why you know, BBB Open Platform exists is because one strategy for a bank to grow its customers, to grow its deposits, to grow its platform is to focus on the opportunity to grow through the network effect of partnerships with fintechs, with digital banks. So now, you know, you can add 100,000 or a million new customers through an indirect partnership by supporting a fintech like we do with our platform much faster in some cases than by adding another branch 
or adding another digital outlet. So I think the banks that will succeed are the ones who take a more flexible uh, point of view around customer acquisition. You know, you can get it by traditional marketing means and traditional banking channels, or you can acquire customers through supporting other fintechs and other enterprises who have a direct relationship with a customer or a business but need deposits or need payments or need banking services. Uh, when I was in Visa, we talked a lot of times about the network effects, you know, of being able to create ubiquity and an extensive network, which is what Visa and the other card networks have been able to do through their globally connected networks. And banks can do the same thing by enabling their services to be used by a variety of fintech players, not just their traditional branded outlets. I, I love how you, you've mentioned a lot about kind of banks partnering with fintech companies, whether they're startups or more established. Um, I'm curious, how, how do you keep your ear to the ground and, and your pulse on, on what's hot and, and what are the fintech companies that you should be focused on? Because I imagine there's so many and that you're keeping track of. Like, are there events that you're going to? Are there blogs that you're reading? Like, how are you staying ahead of what's going on? Uh, well, that's a very good question. And it's harder all the time because fintechs are are popping up everywhere. Uh, I mean, I obviously read a lot, talk to industry experts, talk to analysts a lot, go to a lot of conferences, talk to a lot of people. Uh, I've, I have the benefit of having been in the industry for a long time, so I have a lot of contacts in a lot of places, and it's always good to talk to them. Well, what are you hearing? You know, who are you working with? What you know, What's the newest app you saw uh, that seems interesting to you, but it is a very rapidly expanding space, and it is hard to stay on top of, you know, who the the latest round of sort of fintech businesses are, because it's such a big space. We've we at Open Platform have kind of narrowed down on looking intensely at you know, sort of five segments that we think represent the biggest opportunity for us. Digital banks is kind of the obvious one. You know, we have two digital banks of our own. Simple is a consumer bank, and Aslo is the small business bank. And we've recently partnered with another startup called Wise that is offering uh, small digital banking services to small businesses. Uh, I heard the tail end of your previous speaker talking about the growth of the of the freelancers and the gig economy workers and we absolutely agree that that's a fertile ground for services like ours when you're whether you're driving a car or you're walking a dog or you're washing a house or you're picking up the scooters on the sidewalk and you know all of those businesses are exploding and they all have the common feature that they need to pay people And they need, and those people want to be paid, you know, immediately, and they don't want to be paid with a check. Uh, There is a explosion of different kinds of specialty marketplaces, you know, where different uh, buyers and suppliers who have a common uh, interest, whether you're a residential construction business or you're one of our clients is a a broker of. private jet charter aircraft services, where there's a need to bring buyers and sellers or buyers and providers together in a common ecosystem. And part of that is 
getting paid and being paid. Um, traditional businesses that dispense that disperse funds to consumers and small businesses are increasingly feeling the need to do that more immediately and more digitally. Instead of getting your insurance payments by a check you have to wait 10 days for, can I get it to my debit card now? Yep. Better yet, can you pay the repair shop so that when I show up with my car, everything is taken care of? So there, there's just an enormous amount of opportunity uh, for these kinds of engaging experiences with payments and mobile banking you know, embedded within them. It's. I mean, it sounds like it's just such an exciting industry to be on, you know, on the front lines of like you are. Um, Susan French, SVP and head of product and client operations for BBVA Open Platform. What are some of the things that that you're doing at at BBVA Open this year that you're most excited about rolling out? Well, we're always continuing to add. Uh, expand the, the capabilities our platform offers. Every day there are additional ways for people to pay and be paid, and we want to be able to support all of them. So whether it's real-time push to card or whether it's integration with real-time payments or whether it's integration with other sort of international cross-border remittance providers, those are all things we want to add. We want to enable our clients to create different kinds of accounts. DDA is wonderful, but there are other things you might want to offer, retirement accounts, uh, investment accounts, um, lending. All of those things are things that we're working on, expanding, and making available through our platform. And we're also focusing on scale, growing our client base, adding more uh, customers, more payments, more accounts, and just sort of growing to scale. We're working on streamlining our compliance and uh, onboarding processes. I also heard a reference in your previous speaker to kind of regulatory and compliance challenges, and we certainly have those in spades as a bank. And so we're always looking for ways to streamline that process and while protecting the bank's you know, a regulatory position and doing all the things we need to do as a regulated financial institution. We're looking for ways to make the onboarding process for our clients faster, easier, smoother. So, Susan, our final minutes together, um, what are your predictions for, you know, if, if you and I regrouped this time, same time next year on this show, um, what do you think we'll be talking about? Uh, I still think we'll be talking about all the new ways that fintechs have found to support freelancers and gig economy workers of all sizes and shapes. I think we'll be talking about the ubiquity of mobile payment um, services. People will stop using plastic. They'll start using their phone or or their wearable devices uh, to to pay. Uh, and, you know, we still won't know what the big tech guys are doing. <laughs> I love it. Those are great predictions. Uh, Susan, where can we go to, to keep up with you and all the great work that you're doing at BBVA? Uh, obviously, bbvaopenplatform.com, our website, is where we publish our blogs and where all of our API and documentation and product stuff is interested is available, and anybody who wants to see it can certainly come see it, sign up for our newsletter. Um, if you want to get in touch with me personally, Susan.French at bbva.com. 
Excellent. Susan, thank you so much. This was a, a great way to tie together uh, everything we've been talking about on the show, and I truly appreciate your time. Well, great. And thank you for the opportunity to chat. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 